Welcome, welcome to the Cup Runneth Over podcast, where we discuss true finance and entrepreneurship. Our goal is to educate and help you live a life more abundantly. This is Colin checking in with y'all today. Guys, guys, how we feeling? How we feeling? It's good. What's good? Been a minute. Been a minute. But we back. What's going on, everybody? Y'all doing all right? Y'all good? Y'all good, fellas? Yes, sir. What up, Sam? We straight? Yes, sir, man. Thank God. Thank God, man. Can't complain. Yeah, it's it's been a minute since we've been together. Uh, you know, life comes at you in different directions. You never know where it's going to take you. Uh, but we back, you know, when we first started this, uh, we took it upon ourselves. You know, we said we got to give the people something good. You know, we got to educate them. We got to keep bringing the content to them. And, you know, with that, it comes with sacrifices in our lives, too. You know, we got our own lives, but, you know, we're going to do what it takes. Uh, you know, we men of the kingdom. Yep. It takes those sacrifices. You know, and that's what we want to talk about today. You know, we want to get into the kingdom. We want to get into the word a little bit. Uh, we want to spread some, spread some good truth with y'all. You know, it's been a minute. You know, we've been talking about the finances, talking about the real estate. We'll come at y'all with some truth today. And and to us, that truth, it comes from the good book. You know, it's coming from the most high. So that's what we want to share with y'all today. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, a little, little Wednesday night, a little scripture study. Y'all remember them days. Um, but of course, you know, we'll bring it to you in a, in a, in a, you know, a way that you might not have previously went about it or, or, or looked at it or viewed at it. So hopefully we bring y'all some good, some good words some good insight. Um, Big Sam, I know you're going, you're going to pop us off, um, with the first, uh, kind of insight of scripture. So kind of how we do this is each of us, you kind of got a scripture that may not be something that um maybe you have um but maybe something that's not widely talked about or scripture that you that you know or a book that you know or a chapter that you know within within the, within the word um and we just kind of kind of elaborate on that and kind of break it down and kind of let the let the let the ruach let the spirit flow through us and and kind of give you all some good some good words so so yeah um, if, if you want to i know big ruby said that you have something um, let you pull up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pull it up right now, and you let me know. Nah. I need to go, boss. Yeah, say less. Uh, we can hop into Genesis six, and we're gonna hit uh, verses one through five. All right. So, um, just a little bit of insight, really quick, before we get into this. Uh, Genesis six. Genesis in general, just in case you don't know. Is the first book of the Bible. It's also the first book of the Torah, the Pentateuch. Um, it's the first book explaining the creation of man, the creation of the world, et cetera, et cetera. So in Genesis 6, I'm going to go ahead and read it and give, it, give an explanation later. So, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took wise of all which they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which are of old men of renown. And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth 
and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So I chose this, to be honest, to kind of touch on a lot of different things. Um, but essentially Genesis 6 is, is giving us the understanding of we're in a period of time where man has become really evil. And, you know, you, you both know as good as I do that, you know, the same thing that happens at the beginning is the same thing that happens in the end. You know, so the same thing that, you know, you live by, you die by. So the fact that the world was so evil back in the day, back in those days, kind of stood out to me because I feel like that's that's kind of where it's headed now. Like, I feel like God can see how evil we, you know, man has become nowadays. And man, he can see how evil man has become. Um, and it's in part due to, you know, Genesis 6 and the fact that we've been having this, you know, this generation of, children who who were created you know because it can it can get a little bit misconstrued um if you want to touch on it a little bit Ruben about who the you know men of renown and you know the the the, the sons of men actually you know are yeah no for sure um and I was thinking the same thing that's funny you said that um so like you said, if we're looking at specifically verse four, can y'all see my screen? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, you're good, yeah. Yeah, so right here, verse four, I'm gonna highlight it. Um, if you got your, your, your word out, go ahead and highlight that. So a good tool that everybody should have along with their word is what's called a Strong's Concordance. So pretty much what that is, it's like a, it's like a, a definition glossary book of the word so like pretty much it'll, it'll show you the scripture and have little hyperlinks where you can click and see what that word actually was transliterated as um so i'm gonna open mine on my phone um i'll screen share one um a little bit later and show you what it actually looks like so if you go to genesis 4 so i'm gonna read it again there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which, are, which were of old men of renown. So, you know, you read this and you, you just, oh, giants, you think about, you know, Goliath and um, those stories you hear in the Bible, or you might, you might think, oh, they're just talking about some seven foot dudes or some six foot 10 dudes. You're not really thinking, because a lot of times you hear people say, oh, don't take the word um literally have y'all heard that coming up no absolutely and a lot of Too people yeah a lot of people they say you know the bible is it's a book of stories you know it, it this mm -hmm. is made up this is made up and i think they say it so often so that we don't take those things literal you know and yeah. and we really discredit the word d through doing that facts and really within all of our walks um i know we start to realize you know, what the word is actually saying and what different chapters and books are trying to, you know, get to the reader. Um, and if you understand Genesis, Genesis is a book of genealogy and beginnings as well. Um, you know, these are real people, nations that it's talking about. So if we look at the word, uh, specifically in verse four, giants, in Strong's Concordance, that word is H5303. And that word is transliterated from the word uh, Nephilim. 
which means uh, a bully or a tyrant, a giant. And the Nephilim were an offspring of the fallen angels. So if you ever heard of, you know, the Watchers, the fallen angels, if you ever heard about, um, you know, the adversary Satan being an angel, but got struck down from heaven, you can, you can kind of connect the dots of where these, these people came from. Um, and you see that when it says in verse one, uh, men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God. Um, so if we go to verse two and we see the sons of God. So these are the, the angels um, that fell with Satan. Um, they were angels at one point. Um, they got thrown down to earth and they started to see that the daughters of men, us, were fair and they wanted to take wives and kind of live how we lived. But, you know, spiritually, you know, angels, it's not, there isn't marriage in, in heaven. We can break that down later. Um, but, you know, they, they were after the flesh. You can see the parallels of between then and now um, with, with different lusts and stuff of that nature. Um, you know, but these, 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 these Nephilim um, were a nation of people that were uh, offspring between uh, the sons of God and, 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 and the daughters of man and kind of intermixed. So that's where you get, you know, they bore them children to them that became mighty men. This is where your Goliaths come from. This is where those people come from. It's not just something that's, that's kind of made up in a, a fairy tale, kind of like you guys were saying. Um, but when I first kind of came across, and you, you can do some research, don't take my word for it. That's the biggest thing. Don't take my word for it. Go do your own research. Go break this stuff down and go look at it um, because it's really eye-opening and you can kind of really get into, into more depth. That's just kind of an overview. Um, but it's really, it can get really deep. Really, really, really deep. Yeah, I was. Do you have anything to add to that, Colin? You talk on that, Sam. Go ahead. No, and I think one of the um, more important things that you mentioned, Ruben, is how that those sons of God um, were in heaven with him and were then cast down, you know, along with the devil. And looking further into Genesis and with some of the the lost books of the Bible um, that we'll touch on, you know, probably likely in some, in some later episodes. Um, but looking at, at books such as the Enoch, and when you mm -hmm. begin looking at how there was already life uh, before you even have the creation of Adam, right? A, a lot of people, the belief of a lot of people is that, you know, Adam was that only first person. You know, Adam was the, the first person on earth. But when you start to dig into it and you realize that there was actually evil life, uh, these, these spirits that were cast down and these angels that were cast down out of heaven, there was life on the earth, evil life. Mm -hmm. And the purpose of creating Adam is to have this, is to essentially have this pure flesh to have what is the original son of God is to have him on the earth and to be our example of what life should be like. So, I mean, it, Gen Genesis runs real deep and, and yeah. there's, there's a lot more to it than has ever been discussed in the church, you know, in your regular small group. 
Um, but like Ruben said, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of research, one. Um, and it's also going to be challenging for a lot of people that are already believers. Um, I know it was for me in particular, just learning these things that I'm like, wait, one, why have I never heard this mm-hmm. on Sunday? Like, I, I'm going to church Sunday after Sunday, but why have I never heard this? Yeah. Why are we not talking it's, about it, this? It's almost like you have to change your belief system. You know what I mean? For real. Because you, you grow up thinking that heroes, because heroes are Nephilim too. You yeah, know, like, I, was, I was about to say that, Sam. Like that yeah. when they say mighty men of renown, when you go into the, the strongs, that's what the word that comes up, heroes, uh, champions, mighty, you know what I'm saying? Like heroes. And that's why, that's why we got these marvels and- uh, Man, Ruben, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, man. Dude, you had, cause you have it right on the money. Like, man, I was, I was driving the other day and God knows why I was looking this up, but I was just looking, I was just looking something up. And it, it led me to a mar- to, to a list of Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. And they were all fallen angels. Lucifer, Beelzebub, um, Mykena. You know what I mean? You can look these people up and they're, they're actually biblical. And, 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 and the thing is, people say, oh, biblical, biblical. And that touches on the fact that the, the word is literal. It's not a, a, a metaphor because it's mm-hmm. history. The Bible is actually history. It's not just... Um, it, it's a the Bible is not just a, a book of fables. It's actually a compilation of scripture and of and of and of books. It's a library almost. You know what I mean? But that's what people lack the understanding. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of knowledge of the word, bro, that kills people. You know what I mean? So yeah, just not understanding that will will let it won't you won't understand life if you don't understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, for sure. And it's like. If you think about it, like, it's like they keep coming up with these, you know, Superman movies, Batman movies, and all. If you go look up the origins of these characters and these people, you're like, all right, where are they getting this stuff from? It's not out of nowhere. Um, you know, the 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 fallen angels are these, you know what I'm saying, the kind of supernatural race of, of, of people, giants, because it's angel mixed with man. And that's what, if you think about it, that's what these characters are. And it's kind of like conditioning us, because. If you, if you get deep, you know, they're coming back. So it's kind of like a, hey, you didn't seen it before in a movie. When it comes exactly. for real, it's going to be like, you know. Just like Transformers re- re- Return of the, the Fallen. Yeah, you got to see the signs. Hey, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, what's I, it say? I tweeted that yesterday. Yeah. The thing that has been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Ain't nothing new. Hey, that, that, was, that was, that kind of flowed. That was kind of a yeah. bar. Nah, yeah. <laughs> that was a bar. <laughs> yep. But no, I mean, you know, they, they say what goes around comes back around. When you look at, if, you, if you're a science geek, you know, matter is neither created nor destroyed. You know, everything that's here, it's already been here. Everything that is happening now has already happened. And these stories are are in the Bible. They're they're in there. Mm -hmm. And it may not say exactly what we're looking for. No, it doesn't say Superman swooped in, done this, this, and that, right? But at the same time, it does say that these beasts, that these these giants, these warriors are, are carrying out these certain tasks. And like you guys have said, 
a lot of times we're seeing stuff now to condition us for when certain things do return and when certain things happen now we're going to perceive those differently because mm-hmm. of what we're seeing in the media what we're seeing in hollywood yeah. but that's a different story y'all y'all want to hear that y'all don't want to hear yeah, that nah. and i was gonna say i got one more little tidbit on this so and people always say this too and i heard this when i was younger and i thought about this too when i was a kid i was like all right so why did why did the most I flood the earth and just like kill everybody like dang that's crazy like he should have just took out the folks that was you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but when you go through genesis these these giants these people kind of was overrunning everything corrupting man man was learning how to do all types of things if you look in read enoch like he was talking about earlier you read these things um man was corrupted so that's why the flood happened so that things can get washed out and you know uh noah could repopulate the earth with his sons that's just a little tidbit so when you kind of break this stuff down and kind of get understanding and you see why certain things happen why the most high did the things that he did um and why certain things took place but i just wanted to add that little that little tidbit on there like i said do your do your research read it read it for yourself go read this stuff too don't take my word for it do you do your due diligence facts facts with everything that we say fact check it you can look it up it's in the books saying you got anything else on 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 genesis 6 my brother man that's really all i got man that's we hit everything that i wanted everything that not even me man it's just the spirit i think that that's it i i don't want to squeeze any anything out and try and do too much with the word man that's mm-hmm. I, that's i think that's that's a lot of game you know what i mean that's a lot of game no nah, for sure um i said we'll pass it on to, um the calling i'll share the screen up and get what we need my brother I'm gonna go off kilter at some point because I got a like a random question. Okay, no, that's cool. I'm gonna go right. off kilter. Just let me know where I need to go to. Yeah, right on. Uh go to Luke eight. Luke eight, yes, sir. Lucas. Lucas. Y'all didn't know, um, you know these names. They they English, but these folks weren't English back in the day. So if you hear me say something crazy, twenty two. <laughs> 22 started you gotta start at 22 22 yeah it's a it's a rather a rather familiar verse okay um but i mean it, it, it hits home it hits home for me um and it's kind of something that that i can always turn to uh really really just anytime i'll go ahead and start at verse 22 <clears throat> now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples and he said unto them let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, what manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and water, and they obey him. So th- to me, this right here is, it's like every person's daily life, right? We, especially as a believer, it's like, oh my goodness, there's turmoil in my life. Everything's going wrong. Everything is against me. God, where are you now? Mm-hmm. And 
it's 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 really easy, especially in a storm like 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 the disciples were at this time. It's really easy to be like, God, you're failing me. I I I believe in you. I, I say I believe in you, but now I'm going through this storm and I, I don't know what to do. And to me, this it's a really simple thing. It's not necessarily to me, this is verse doesn't really, it doesn't really say that God has left you, but it says that in whatever situation that you're in, turn it over to God. Like you got to take this situation, no matter how big the storm is, the literal storm in their case, no matter how big it is, you got to turn it over to God. Yeah. And, and it, it's been interesting, especially with these, these past couple of weeks for me, Ruben, you know, yeah. uh, tore my Achilles and been going through this recovery process, had surgery on it. Uh, very, very humbling experience when you are unable to do things for yourself that you would typically be able to. Um, and to me, it's a storm, right? And yeah. and it's like, what what do I do? I, I'm used to being able to do this. It's like, one, for me, I had the moment like, why? You know, they say don't question God. And I'm like, why? Why why is this happening? What what are you trying to do in this? Like, what what are you trying to do in this moment? And what do I need to do so that I'm walking in your path, right? Yeah. Well, maybe I'm hopping on more crutches, but <laughs> like what 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 do I need to do? And and what am I supposed to get out of this, right? And I, I think for me personally, it was having that humility. But before I was able to understand that I had to allow God to work in my situation, right? I couldn't, I couldn't just be fearful. I couldn't just be regretful, um, have feelings of spite, whatever it may have been during the time, because that wasn't going to do me any good, right? Those disciples on that boat, mm -hmm. they, they lost their faith. They were scared, didn't know what to do. But at the same time, they're people, they're, they're actual fishers who are used to this situation, who have, this isn't their first time on a boat this likely isn't their first time going through a storm on a boat but at the same time now they're panicking because yep. they're used to saying they're you their thought is and like a lot of believers is oh i have god in my life everything is it's supposed to be perfect now you know nah, and that's not the case yeah exactly that's not the case and it's like whatever we're going through it's so that we recognize one, the glory of God, and two, that we can't do it without Him. Yeah. And what's that, what's that quote that people? Well, it might not be a quote, but it's just saying like it's easy to 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 praise and, and worship when everything's going good. Mm -hmm. Or 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 people forget forget about that, and they don't a even lot of people about, forget. They don't even think about you know what I'm saying giving thanks, praying, like everything going smooth. I don't I don't need to pray. I'm straight. But then as soon as stuff hit the fan, they right back, you know what I'm saying? But it's, we should mm -hmm. always have that, that, that mindset and that, um, you know, that thought to always be thankful for the good and the bad. Yeah, absolutely. I just, just kind of turn it on when stuff gets bad. Exactly. It's like, we always have to be running to God, whether it be in our good times or our bad. And I think that's one of the main things that come out of the scripture for me. It's like, God hears our cries, right? Mm -hmm. And just because you're crying out, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's out of sadness. Yeah. I can cry. I can cry out to somebody out of being joyful, right? I can I can rejoice in the name of the Lord. I yeah. can rejoice in the Most High. 
and I should cry out in those moments. I should I should pour out myself to him in thankfulness, you know, and being grateful. Yeah. Like I had to do that then. When we do that, he hears us, right? And then at the same time, while he's in our lives, he's not going to allow our ship to sink, right? He'll let it get tossed around. Mm-hmm. He, he'll let them waves hit it. We might we might feel like we've we've reached the end of it, but at the end of the day, he's not going to allow our our ship to sink. Yeah, and but like you, but at the same time, you said we got to go through it. You got we have to go through the storm to understand how good he is. Yeah, and it's when you think about it, like the Messiah went through the storm himself, like with what he was tasked to do. Um, and if you read, I think I want to say it's. It might be in, in in this gospel as well, but I think it's in Matthew, uh, where he's talking. He's he's crying in the Garden of Gethsemane because he's a, he he came in the flesh like we are, and the the burden that he was given, you know, what I'm saying he didn't want to go through with it because you know what I'm saying that's that's your flesh trying to save yourself. So you know, understanding that the Messiah went through the same feelings that we have of, you know maybe not doubting, but maybe like, man, like, do I really got to go through with this? Or do I really got to go through this? Um, you know, we, he, he defeated that, but of course we got to deal with that. We got to have faith through that process um, and kind of, and kind of run with it in a, a little tidbit as well. Just um, but a thing that people don't probably realize when they're reading um, the scripture, maybe they do um, in this scenario, the Messiah is, uh he is conquering a storm he is conquering a ship on a lake common theme of of water he's conquering the water if you look in the scripture what did moses do he separated the sea uh what did jonah do he conquered the, the whale he survived three days and got out i'm just giving you something to bite on we might get into this later i think we talked about this um before colon um i ain't gonna spoil it for y'all but it might be another episode but understanding that um these things that happen in the word is is for a reason we will get into that but i just wanted to add that little piece in there too yeah the 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 powers of the sea yeah well for that that's a that's a that's a heavy one you know that it is it's real heavy you you see it it made us speechless man (laughs) because <laughs> i'm still trying to you know because that's that was a new one for me probably about what two three months ago that yeah, we kind of stumbled upon that yeah, so that one's still kind of it like was. Yeah. It's, it's still it's still fresh you know it's still yeah, yeah it's still still fresh. growing to to understand it you know yeah but and, and that's that's another part you know being a believer it's it's not all about it, it, there's levels to it it's mm-hmm. just like going to school it's like once you get past one level it's there's an understanding and your understanding of it has to change. Yeah. Right? Your understanding has to change your, your participation, all those things that have to change as you grow older, as your faith grows. Uh, nothing, you know, being able to understand that in particular is, is part of that. And it takes time. It takes time. No, it does. Like we didn't, we didn't just stumble upon this stuff. Like, like that, like, you know, I know you probably, yeah, you grew up in the church. I grew up in the church um yeah you know we used to go to church together in college um you know after college, i didn't go to church for a while i was still reading getting my word so it's everyone has different paths um and, and over those time experiences 
kind of learn, you learn things and you keep, like you said, you go from elementary to, to middle to high and you, you, you kind of learn more things and you build upon what you know. Maybe mm-hmm. you learn something that you didn't learn before or that, that wasn't the, that wasn't the, the, the message that you got from this wasn't actually the message that you, that it was portraying um, that you might've thought it was talking about or in the way that that person kind of portrayed it to you. So it's an unlearn, relearn process as well. Um, but I was gonna say in the midst of that, always remember what the, the, uh, the important thing is and that's your salvation. So regardless of, you know, whether we're talking about, you know, Genesis six, or we're talking about the powers of the sea, or we're talking about whatever, the, the, the important thing is, is your salvation and the, the ultimate goal, the end goal, and that's the kingdom. So if it doesn't pertain to that at the end of the day, it's not important, not to say that this other stuff can't help you to learn and understand, um, you know, the world that we live in, um, but just keeping that at the forefront and understanding um, what's going to get you um, into the kingdom. So I always like to keep that, keep that at the forefront and, you know, because things can get overwhelming if you kind of dig deep and you kind of get into to, to different topics. Um, so you got to kind of keep, keep that on the forefront. No, it, it definitely is. I, I, lo- I love that you, that you mentioned that because the word, not only the word will challenge you, but the world is also going to challenge you. Um, at the end of the day, your salvation, salvation is a personal thing, right? So yeah. that's between you and the most high. Yeah. Nobody in this world can take that away from you. That's that's between you and him. So between you and the you got to have that within your heart. Yeah, God knows your heart. As long as your heart is in the right place, and you're striving to do and follow His plan, you're in good standing. Yeah, and it might not be the plan you want. Probably, it likely won't be the plan that you want. <laughs> oh, it might not be the plan you want. Got to roll with it. So man, when they, I always think about that, that prayer says, let your will be done. That's what that means. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And, and when you say that, you have to be willing to let it go, whatever way it goes. Yeah. And I'm, you gotta, you gotta be ready for it. But I'll say that's kind of how I, where I am kind of right now, like going through a, you know, a different, different career um, change. You know, I'm kind of in a, you know, in a spot where I could be comfortable. I'm good. You know, the bills are paid, but I feel like I had a calling on my life to go pursue this other thing that might not be solidified yet, or that's, you know what I'm saying? That's, I know things are going to be taken care of, but, you know, after a lot of prayer, a lot of, you know, spending time alone and just talking to the most high, like, I was, that's what I always ended with. If it's your will, let it be done. And things just keep falling into place. And I'm like, all right. That's what you want me to do. I'm I'm with it. So whatever you're going through, and it feels like you feel you feel yourself fighting against it, that's just your flesh. You got to walk in the spirit and and pray fast. That's a that's a big one. Um, the power of fasting is real, um, and just really trusting that His will is gonna be done. It might not be what you what you think, but He trust me, He got you. So keep keep that in mind. Um, you got anything to add on that? Uh, no, I don't. You hit it all. You wanna go ahead and uh, you wanna take over on your verse? Yeah. So let me go find mine. I gotta remember what I was gonna talk about. Let's see here. 
trying to let this thing go away so I can click. All right, here we go. So going to go to Isaiah, I think 28. Okay. Um, so Isaiah, um, so that's the thing too with, with reading the scripture and different verses and, and but this is literally what this verse talks about um is understanding the context and understanding the context of the situation like yeah i can come in here and go to straight to verse 15 but if i don't know what 14 13 12 11 the chapter before the chapter before that is talking about in that context you can't get the full scope um so keep that in mind um when you're reading the word as well like i got to a point in my life where I used to have the daily scripture pop up or the daily verse pop up. You know what I'm talking about, Colin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to have that pop up. That, and then, that Bible app. <laughs> yeah, and then I got to a point where I was like, all right, like, I got this one scripture, but what's it talking about? Then I got to a point where I started, I was reading the whole chapter, and then I was reading the that chapter to the chapter before so I could understand the verse. Um, yeah, you have to. Yeah, and it kind of just segues right into this verse, which is Isaiah 28 and 10. Uh, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people to whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. But the word of the Most High was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. So I got verse 10 and 13 highlighted because that's literally what I'm talking about. Um, so precept, you know, understanding um, different the different precepts, which is just, you know, uh, I'll, I'll give you the straight definition. Hold on. So I'll tell you wrong. So if you go to in our Strong's member, you want to look that up. Um, just type in Strong's Concordance on Google. There's an app. You know, the name of this app I have on my phone is Strong's Concordance. It's a pink, it's a pink app on uh, the App Store. So if I go to Isaiah 28, 10, I find the word precept. It's 866.73, um, which is just a, a commandment, um, an injunction, or it literally says precept. So it's literally a commandment or a line of scripture in the word. So what this verse is saying is that the precept precepts build on each other. Um, the lines build upon other lines. You got to take a little from here. You got to take a little from there to make it all make sense and go together. Um, and then it kind of is going on again and again. And it, it says the same thing again. To get that full understanding, you got to go here a little bit. You got to go there a little bit. You got to put it all together. Um, I know a lot of people say, oh, I only read the New Testament or... I only read the Old Testament, or I only read this, I only read that. But it's literally telling you, Isaiah, you have to get the full understanding by putting precept upon precept, line upon line, to get the full scope, to get the full understanding of the word and what it's trying to tell you. Because a lot of people, I've heard people say like, oh, you know, it says this over here, but it says that over here. But to get that full understanding, you got to read the stuff in between. You got to read stuff over here. And that takes, you know, a lot of time, a lot of experience, just living. Um, 
you know, listening to other people, um, praying, fasting for understanding as well, um, and not leaning on your own understanding um, because you you may want it to say something, but that's not what it's saying. Um, so to get that full understanding, you got to go here a little, there a little. Um, and so I guess the big thing for me that I've, that I've come to realize is that, and I, I talked about earlier, the Old Testament, New Testament, like they go together and it's crazy. And I'm gonna give you an example, um, but I'm gonna let Colin talk on this a little bit too, but I'm gonna give you an example where it, you know, it shows you how things kind of mesh together and how they build upon each other in different spots of the Bible that you might even thought about like, dang, like that links to that. That's what he was talking about. Oh, he pulled, you know, Peter talking about something that was in Leviticus. How you know? Like it builds on each other. Like it's crazy when you actually go and break it down and you you see different quotes that is said over here that was said over here, or you know what I'm saying it's 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 really crazy. But I'm let you speak on that, Colin. No, I think the main point you said is you. It's like having a sandwich, right? You can't just have the meat and the cheese. You know, yep. people try to be on this keto diet. You try to do without the bread. Yep. You're missing parts of it when you when you don't have the bread, you don't have the whole sandwich now. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not getting the big picture because there's so much more to it than than what's being given to you. You going to church just on Sunday, just listening to to what the pastor, what the minister is saying. There's there's a lot that that is being missed, mm-hmm. right? You know, granted that they they have they have time. They they can only say so much during that time. So is what is before and after what they discussed. Where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. Why did this happen in this situation? You know, there's there's so much more to it, and, and it is important that that you go and understand all of those different parts that are moving together, so that you get the bigger picture, and then have a true understanding of what the word has really is really telling us. Yep, and like I said, like that the scripture literally tells you, like that's how we got to go about it. Here a little, there a little, and it literally tells you, um, in Isaiah. So. And I could even give you an example on that specific verse and the scope of that and what it's talking about. Um, but I'm gonna give you another one. We can hit that one another time, but I'm gonna give you, I'll give you this example. So if you go to uh, John 3 and 14, John 3 and 14, um, I'll just read it to you. Um, I know everybody's probably familiar with John 3, 16. We'll talk about that another time. Um, but John 3 and 14, same thing. You're a little there. I understand everything. You saw how I looked up at you. You got to understand where it's coming from in the context. But John 3 and 14 says, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of Adam be lifted up. And this is the Messiah speaking. So the Messiah is talking about Moses lifting up the serpent in the wilderness, even so he's saying just like that the son of Adam, which is the Messiah, um, must be lifted up. And you know, the Messiah was lifted up on, uh, on the stake, on the, on the tree. So, um, when you make that parallel, Moses lifted up the serpent, what did he do with the serpent, which was the rod, which separated the sea. Um, he lifted it up when it turned into a serpent, grabbed it by the tail, picked it up and it turned into a staff. Um, so he made that parallel. So if you go to, Deuteronomy, which is in the Old Testament. So we're here a little. I'm not going to go there a little. Go to Deuteronomy 18 and 15. And Deuteronomy is 
um, part of the Torah. So this is this is Moses talking in the Old Testament. So this is before the Messiah. So Deuteronomy 18, verse 15, and it says, Yahweh will raise up unto you a prophet from the midst of you, of your brethren, like unto me, unto him ye shall hearken. Now read again. Yahuwah will raise up unto you a prophet from the midst of you, of your brethren, like unto me, unto him ye shall hearken. So Moses is telling the children of Israel, there will be a prophet that's raised up unto you out of the midst of you. We know the Messiah is from the tribe of Judah. Um, so of your brethren, amongst the people, yeah, like unto me and unto him ye shall hearken. Um, so he's literally prophesying the Messiah in the Old Testament. So when you make that connection, it's like the Messiah is talking about Moses. Moses is talking about the Messiah, but people don't make that connection. Like, dang, like that's what he was talking about. That's what he's talking about. Or there's the connection here a little, there a little. So now you understand the full scope of what's going on in the scriptures uh, even a little bit more. You're like, okay, that makes sense as to why certain things may happen or why he said this or why Moses did a certain thing or why the Messiah said a certain parable or he said a certain phrase or you know what I'm saying like it kind of makes sense yeah. and growing up I never you know the pastor tell you open up to here open up there and they most of the time they just reviewing a chapter sometimes every now and then you get those pastors that they'll kind of flip to different things um to make connections but most of the times they might be like hey we're gonna read about Noah today and it just be straight Genesis you know we won't go anywhere else so we won't go over here to, to get the full scope or are we talking about um you know one of the gospels we just we stuck in Matthew all day all Sunday from 11 to, to 2 you know we don't, <laughs> we, don't the, we don't go get the connection and put it all together um and that's the thing like you gotta understand like all this stuff goes together when you start to see like like it's, it's just crazy when you kind of make those connections and you understand like this book it goes together yeah and i think in a really important piece that you said it's like your your minister your worship leader whatever they're only able to go over so much mm -hmm. you gotta have it for yourself yep like it doesn't matter what somebody's just telling you like it's an effort it's a it's a start yes but you have to graduate from that you got to move on you got to go get it for yourself now that's yep. where that real understanding is going to come from when when you're by yourself diving into the word and you're like, you know, God, tell me, tell me what this means. Help me understand what your word is saying. Mm -hmm. When you're when you're praying for that understanding, that's where that's where that real growth is going to come from. And again, you have you have to graduate from only receiving the word once a week and you have to go. You got to go get the bread. Stop mm -hmm. just trying to have the meat and the cheese. Get all of it. You got to get all of it because it goes together. No matter what they're telling you, man, it goes together. Like no, It's crazy absolutely. when you start making them connections and you like, oh, they was talking it about does. this back here. No, they was talking about this up here. Like, there's the, there's the connect. There's the missing link. No, for sure. Um, I kind of want to, let's, let's go ahead and move forward. Um, you know, when we do this, I want us to uh, I want us to like answer a question, mm -hmm. you know, at the at the end of our segment, um, a question that can be you know related biblically, um, 
I'm gonna say all of them can be to to some extent. Most of them can be answered here. Uh, but I, I saw this on on Instagram, right? And it was in reference to a lot of the things happening overseas. Uh, but it was more so a, a general question, mm-hmm. and it said, "If God is so powerful, so mighty, and so pleasant, is, is I, I believe is the word he used, why does he allow such terrible things to happen?" And it is that's a that's a that's a great question. Mm-hmm. And myself, I've asked that same question before. I have too. And. And my answer to that is you have to understand who God is and what he allows in this world, right? And he does. He allows us to to live our life freely. He allows us to make decisions. And because of the decisions that we make, people all across the world are making, things are going to happen while, yes, he allows them. He is also allowing us to make these decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because it's only because that bad things are happening that you will ever be able to tell the goodness of God, right? I'll go back to that. I said I made that point earlier. You never know the goodness of God if everything is always good. If there's no opposite, if there's no opposition, mm-hmm. how do you know how good something is? Mm-hmm. And there there has to be that opposition in order for us to know that there is is better, you know, ultimately for us to live amongst him, amongst his presence eternally. We have to know that there is more to work towards. There, there's better for us that we have better to strive for. We can make better decisions. So there has to be that opposition for us to even remotely understand, yeah. you know, the greatness, the magnitude of who the most high really is. Yeah, nah, and... I think we kind of we hit on this earlier too about how like how you were saying before there was evil in the world before man was created so yeah if we dig deep you know we under we have to understand why was man created to ask that question um and like you said to have that pure flesh in the earth to because there was evil in the earth already so he made a pure flesh to combat that to conquer that um, ultimately the plan was for the Messiah to come in and conquer that um, as well but at the same time uh, I like to go back when people ask that question I like to go back to the book of Job so in Job you know Job was a righteous man you know he had great wealth great family you know he made sure he he you know he gave thanks and, and supplication to the most high did all the right things he moved he moved accordingly right um, and this is, you know, if you go back and look, I want to say it's in chapter one or chapter two of Job. Um, it talks about the angels and, and Satan going with them in the presence of the Most High. And the Most High is like, like what are you doing here? Like, why did you come here? And he's like, you know, I've been roaming the earth, you know, looking through the earth and just, you know what I'm saying, looking looking for his adversary. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, a roaring lion um, looking, for, looking for prey. Um, and the most I said, have you considered my, have you considered my, my servant Job saying like, you know, you ain't found nobody like Job right here, you know, like try him. And 
it's funny say say in, in there Satan yeah. says go to go test him <laughs> yeah he says he says uh he says man like Job got all this stuff bro he gonna praise you because he, he got all this stuff like he living he living smooth like let allow me to go touch him and, and pretty much do him harm pretty much so you, you yeah, see like let me let me do him dirty let me yeah Satan give, is give asking, him the worst yeah and what's crazy is you, you got Satan asking the most high to do something so there's the the establishment right there like the most high is always in control and people think you know you think of the most high you think good merciful all these good things but he is the author of everything nothing happens without his stamp of approval good still or evil basket still has control over the demons bro yep so it's like you guys when you think about that he gave us free will um and if we if you break this down even further like when when the word talks about being renewed in mind what does renew mean re means to do again it was like all right what you mean do it again you here before something right. had to be there before something was here before so like we you know what I'm yep, saying in yep. a way in a way like we chose to come here and with that choice we have free will to either serve the most high or go with satan because satan was thrown out of heaven and his whole goal is to pull more people away with him so in order for there to be, you know, a just world, there must be free will. And with that, there's going to be good and there's going to be evil. But at the end of the day, it's your choice, what you want to roll with. Yeah, he could have made it all peaches and cream if he wanted to. But when you think about the adversary and the most high, the adversary, he pretty much left that because he thought that he wanted, he wanted to be the most high. Jealous, you know, jealousy pretty much. He wanted to be that. So he said, well, I'm going to leave, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? I'm, and I'm going to take these angels with me because I don't think the Most High is just. So the Most High said, bet. All right, I'm going to create man in the flesh to go down here with you. And he's still going to choose the Most High. He's, he, the man is still going to choose me over you. So he's giving us free will to choose what we want to do. So when you really think about it, it's like, man, like, all these things are happening for a reason. So yeah, he could come down here and boom, everything smooth, but then it wouldn't be the world we live in. It wouldn't be just, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't have free will. He's given us a choice to make and he's given us a path we can take. Um, and ultimately, you know, we want to choose the right one. Um, but at the end of the day, we got, we got that free will. No, absolutely. Uh, man, I, that's that's it right there. <laughs> ain't yeah. ain't nah, much to say and, after that. And, and you keep reading Job, you know, Job went through it all. Like, killed, killed his whole family, took all his money away. Boy, got boils and everything. And not once did he curse the Mosai. And Satan just thought he was going to get him just like that. But Got to the point where his, his wife even told him to curse God. <laughs> yep. His own wife did. Yep. His man. own wife told him to curse God. He he wasn't going. He went. He didn't do it. He thought about it, but he he didn't yeah. do it. Didn't do it. And at the end, he was rewarded. You know. Yeah. He took everything away, but he was given ten times greater at the end of the day. So that's kind of it's a great story for us because this life is temporary. So we might go through a struggle. We might go through a lot. You know, bad things might happen, and it's like, yeah, it sucks. Like it's not not cool like you know what I'm, saying? I'm not wishing that on nobody but like it's temporary like 
once we're we're gone, we're gone to the next life. And I want to, you know, pop up in the kingdom. I want to pop up somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we we have that choice, and it's on us to make that choice of what what we're gonna do, regardless of the situation of what happens. No, absolutely. I, th- I think that's a that's that's about a great way to wrap it up too. You know, nah, you gotta know sure. each and every day your, your decisions. That's yeah, nah. as leading you to eternity with the Most High. Nah, which leading sure. you to hell. You know, is make sure that your salvation, you know, is is in check. Make sure. Make sure that your salvation is is in the most high. Yeah, and get, make sure get. that that you are taking care of that. I was gonna say, you know, get, get, all you got, all, get all you gotta do is blood. accept him. Get covered by the blood on my side. Get covered by the blood. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. Hey, hey, this a this is a this is a, another great episode. Um, it's really good to you know to touch on something, touch on something a little different, you know. Like I said, we hit on the finance, we hit on the real estate, all the all the investing and whatnot. Um, but this is what it's all about, really. Uh, mm-hmm. You can have all the riches in the world if your soul ain't saved. What does it matter? You can have all of this. Hey, I'm worried about my eternal life, and and that's why I'm living my life every day. Yeah, I fall short, uh, but my ultimate goal is to live eternity. In- in heaven uh and that's what that's what we should all be striving for you yeah. know at this point i hope hope your cups filled all the way up i know i know mine is it's overflowing you know, mine is for you know. sure and uh you got anything you want to you got anything you want to refill on yeah nah, i was just i was on? just gonna say like if any if any of you watching this like you know you want to talk about something or you got a question about anything we talked about or you need links to the strongs or to the Bible app I'm using um, or any other resources that, that we use to kind of get the most out of the word or just to talk um, regardless of if you, um, you know, you, you read a lot of the word or you haven't, or you believe, or you don't, um, you know, we'll talk to you, um, you know, that, that, that conversation that we're willing to have with, with, with our listeners or our viewers um, and kind of just help the best way we can. Um, you know, through, through the spirit. So that's, that's kind of all I had. Um, I about say like, man, really, we don't need no refill on this one. Um, at least I don't, I'm good. Um, I think, you know, no, no, likewise, my guy, if you want some clarification, like kind of, you know, rewind it, watch it again. Like I said, hit us up, ask us questions. Um, but we'll definitely do more of these. We might might make this a Wednesday night thing. It, it might be the Wednesday night thing with little Wednesday night Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, absolutely. But again, we're glad y'all joined us. Without y'all, uh, you know, our work will be meaningless. Uh, all praises podcast. Leave us some comments. Uh, like and subscribe to our channels on YouTube. All that good stuff. Make sure, make sure you guys want to hear. Uh, always looking for good feedback. Uh, so make sure you get with this. Facts, facts, facts. And y'all have a good rest of the week. We'll holler at y'all. Peace.